1: A spectacular Wednesday morning to you as this is the Wednesday morning edition of ChairShot Radio. My name is Greg DeMarco. We're coming to you every single Wednesday morning, every Tuesday and Wednesday here on ChairShot Radio. That's part of the ChairShot Radio Network. If you are listening in the morning, we hope it's a good start to your day. That's the goal here, ChairShot Radio, seven days a week, talking sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. A couple of housekeeping items. You can follow me. On all of your forms, at least all the major forms of social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ChairShot Greg. You can also follow the website at ChairShot Media. When I say the website, of course, talking about the chairshot.com. The chairshot.com.
0: Always use your head.
1: Like I said, ChairShot Media comes at you seven days a week, talking sports, talking entertainment, talking sports entertainment. So Hit us up and we'll be more than happy to provide you with your daily fix. We talk about everything, wrestling, we talk, we got hockey on Sundays, talk about some video games here and there. and sometimes we just talk about who who knows what and and that's really uh, just kind of the best way to be. So check it out. if you like it, great, please share it with people. If you don't like it. Uh please, you know, don't don't tell anybody. Just 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 keep listening. And uh just tell them to listen. Don't tell them that you don't like it. No, do whatever you want. We're gonna be happy. Either way, of course, it's Wednesday, and you know what happens on Wednesday. I don't do this show alone. Nope. I bring in the big guns. I bring in well, I bring in someone who likes to call herself the most professional podcaster. In all of Chairshot Radio and the entire Chairshot Radio Network, she is the queen of soft style. She is at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook, but not on Twitter because she's also the Twitterless her, and she is Miranda Morales.
0: I mean, some people are just born to be the most professional podcaster in all of the Chairshot Radio Network. Um, I feel like that's just my destiny. Some people.
1: Destined. Some people are born to be the most professional podcaster, and some people are you. And, and those are different people.
0: <laughs> those but are two different things.
1: Those are two different, two things.
0: different things. That's that why means- the nickname
1: works because it's not, I don't know, no, it is. I'm
0: not like the least professional podcaster no, either, though. No, not like by a long something. shot. Not not
1: by a long shot. You probably prepare more than most, and that's something that is admirable, and I hopefully that that people appreciate, and and the preparation that you do, and all the work that goes into that. So we are excited. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that I don't, I mean, I guess I don't listen to enough things to know if people are talking about this or not, but I don't feel like enough people are talking about this.
0: I I think people are talking about this. Uh, Okay. There was a really good meme on uh, WWE on Fox's social media Mm -hmm. that makes me feel like if if that's not generating some interest in this topic, I don't know what will.
1: Okay. All right. Well, let's hope because it's going to be a fun one. And it's a topic, and I think it's, you know, one of those things where the time is now. And hopefully we can take advantage of the fact that the time is now. But before we do that, you know, I think maybe... Um Miranda, you should do uh something that well you're you're darn really darn good at
0: Well it, it's a two-way street, Greg. In order to do what I need to do, you need to do what you need to do. Oh. And that is wind it up. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is indeed time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot to get your very own Chair Shot t-shirt today. When you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot, you're going to find over 25 different t-shirt designs, all in support of TheChairShot.com. And with each of those designs, you're going to be able to order it in different colors and styles. Yes, we have you covered. And by that, I mean, well, We'll, we'll literally cover your body because you know uh, you need t-shirts for mostly to get into anywhere, uh, any anywhere that you need to be. You need some type of clothing, so we have you covered figuratively and literally. If you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. If you want to, you could spend a few extra dollars to get your t-shirt in soft style. But if not, all t-shirts start at $19.99. That's a great deal. And of course, you can get some awesome t-shirts in support of Chair Shot radio network shows like bandwagon nerds, like a winner is you. And of course, the Queen of Soft Style shirt is available. The official unofficial t-shirt of Patrick O'Dell, save hashtag team, hashtag save tag team wrestling. And everybody hates Greg. All of those shorts, shirts, no shorts. Well, you know, that, that, but, you know, summertime, make sure you wear shorts and your chairshot.com t-shirt. And how do you get that? Well, you go to wrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. That is com forward slash the chair shot.
1: So in the fall when Roman Reigns came back, he created uh, the head of the table character and the tribal chief, and that was really born in a one-on-one match with Jay Uso. Jay Uso won the opportunity on SmackDown to challenge Roman Reigns, and Roman introduced this character by expecting Jay to basically lay down for him and acknowledge him. And Jay didn't do that originally, and, and of course that grew and and grew when we had. Oh, the initial match, we had the I quit match inside of a Hell in a Cell, where Jimmy Uso actually got involved and, and threw in the towel for Jay. And, and then, of course, eventually, while well, Jay fell in line, acknowledged Roman Reigns, just like we all should do as his tribal chief because he puts food on our table, and and then we're off. And, and Jay, of course, has, has kind of reaped the benefits of that, right? He's been main at SmackDown yeah. multiple times. He's been involved in, in high-profile angles. He won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal or as we like to call it here at the Chair Shot Radio Network, the Andre the Royal Giant Memorial Battle Rumble, and it was, uh, and it's been great for for Jay Uso. Now we are in a situation where we have the return of the brother Jimmy Uso, cleared back from injury, and well, I don't know that he's ready to kiss the ring and, and ready to acknowledge the Tribal Chief.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, a lot has changed in just the months on out of about a year since he's been gone. And though he's been around to see some of it, I think maybe he thought he could come back and everything would change and be the same and him and his brother would be back reunited, but it's a different world we live in, uh, under this reign of Roman. Um, so uh, you know, I bless his heart for thinking that he could come back to what was because what was is no more. It is now what
1: is, it is now what is, that is a great way to put it. What's interesting. What I find really interesting is that is that Jimmy comes back and starts having conversations with Jay and it's like y'all didn't talk at all for the last year. Like, like you, you, didn't I mean, text he was this.
0: there. He threw in the towel right. for one of those moments. Like it's not like you did not see this.
1: Right, and you didn't have. You didn't, have a phone. You didn't call your brother on the phone. You didn't. You didn't send him an Instagram DM. Like you didn't send him a meme about being a little bitch. Like nothing like that. Like you literally just waited till you were cleared to return and and came back, huh? Uh, but you know, suspension of disbelief aside, because that's what we all need to do, along with acknowledging our tribal chief. Now Jimmy is back and. There's a little bit of a rift. And in fact, Jimmy is, you know, the impetus for Cesaro beating Seth Rollins and now challenging Roman Reigns at WrestleMania Backlash for the Universal Heavyweight Championship. But what I want to talk about is the potential that we have for a one on one feud between the brothers Uso, Jimmy versus Jay is where I want to dig in and and talk about the opportunity that's in front of WWE, the opportunity that's in front of both of the brothers right now, and what they could possibly do. Because in my opinion, this is the best time to ever do Jimmy Uso versus Jay Uso. Miranda, what do you think about the potential to run with Jimmy versus Jay right now?
0: I agree this is the best time. Um, And I think it's because you have a differential in personality and in situation before. I mean, they're twin brothers. They were, you know, still a legendary tag team in this modern age. You know, they are going to go down in history in this modern era as one of the most successful tag teams um, uh, around. But now but I think it would have been harder to do that. Prior, because they were a tag team and a cohesive team. Now there's a shift, there's a rift, and almost like a, a just a differential in personality and in situation where you can distinguish good versus bad a little bit, or hero versus villain a little bit more than you could in any other scenario. So I absolutely agree. The timing is right, um, and you know how that comes into play. I, I kind of think ultimately, you know, this program will happen only for, you know, Jimmy to, to fall in line eventually for him.
1: We'll get uh, there. To, we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah. to that part. We'll get to that. But part. anyway,
0: but yeah, I, I agree. agreed <clears throat> now is the best time to do it
1: because, and it's, it's, you talked about, you know, what the kind of, what, what the motivation is behind it, because when you think about the brother versus brother feuds that have taken place and, and one of the biggest disappointments for brother versus brother feuds was Matt Hardy versus Jeff Hardy it just mm-hmm. didn't didn't hit with people it, it it didn't land at all and people didn't like the feud and it just didn't didn't kind of work and it felt forced and and you think about even historically like Rick Steiner versus Scott Steiner people weren't feeling that mm-hmm. and you're talking about some of the most famous brother teams ever Edge and Christian not really brothers Undertaker and Kane not really brothers but these are people hey, who hey, I'm hey, sorry
0: hey. I'm sorry I'm still counting those I'm still counting those. I'm. I'm. I think we, they should still be considered, um, because there are enough of brothers that it is very believable. But I see exactly what you mean. If we're going to just really filter the list, right. we're talking about a spreadsheet and we're filling, filtering the list of brother versus going, brother feud. Going, going to office
1: applications. On this week's yes, this, and, this and we journey. just
0: specifically focus. Now you know what I do in my nine to five, um, is go through lots of spreadsheets. Yes, you're absolutely right. A true brother versus brother historically are more hit or are, are more missed than hit. Oh hey, Mark.
1: And it's just for you insisting on counting, Kane and the Undertaker and Edge and Christian even I, I, that, that's
0: it. a hill I will die on at this point. They like acknowledge it.
1: The, the four individuals themselves don't even call themselves brothers anymore.
0: Well, so. no, but again, I think if, if there's a larger scope of brother versus brother feuds, then, and okay. And I'm not saying edge and Christian either. So know that I didn't say that because right. I don't, because I don't think it's really like they were acknowledged as brothers for like a cup of coffee, but Edge and uh, Undertaker and Kane, yes, I will acknowledge as brothers, don't even matter, brothers and wrestling, however it goes, but anyways, right. going back to your point, as far as, you know, the true brother versus brothers, and I think it's it's harder, I, I, I'm i sure you're going to allude to the more successful case, and I use that really in just one letter, because I feel like there's only one true case that has been successful. I think it goes back down to more of deeper, you know, rivalries and deeper feelings. And Mm -hmm. I feel like this story could help build a deeper sense of feelings that could get it to, to get to a different emotional level that it needs to be in order to convey, you know, really, the of, of such a powerful message of two brothers and in this case twins right competing against each other
1: well and you don't it doesn't have to be me what, what do you want to share as the successful brother versus brother
0: well oh, it's, it's Owen and Brett yeah I mean that you know he's kicked his leg out, out of under his leg and and even then even that is like still the most you know
1: and it, the big thing about close, Owen versus but, Brett yeah. and here's why Owen versus Brett I think is different Brett was around for so long before Owen was a thing. And Brett was established before Owen was a thing. All these other brother feuds, they basically came in together. The difference with the Steiner brothers is that Rick was there first, but then Scott became the bigger star. So that was a little bit off and, and weird. But with Matt and Jeff Hardy, same time. Even with, with, you know, Undertaker and Kane. Kane came later, was introduced as the brother, but again, not real brothers. Usos have always been together, except for now, mm-hmm. basically. Even yeah. the last time there was an injury, they put one on commentary and they just couldn't find anything that works. This time they actually found something that works for one of the brothers while the other one is out. Um, But, yeah, Brett and Owen was an amazing brother feud. They were never really attacked. Like, there's a lot of differences in and, and they yeah, weren't like the brother and, team. And, and, but you're yeah, right.
0: But I think... At the end of the day, there was, like you said, too, there was a lot more rooted in it, whether it was timing that led to, you know, deeper emotions that led to, and it translated so well in the ring. So whenever you do have a family storyline in that, people are vested because it's almost a reflection of what you can imagine in your family, you know, like whatever. I mean, I think what also made that program work with the hearts is that Owen was the youngest and yeah, it seems like there was tens of, of jealousy, of resentment, Of of, you know, years of, you know, being the, the younger one, the smaller one, the one who wasn't as appreciated. So I think having all of those feelings come to the surface and really conveyed in their program I mean, just made it all the better. On top of them just being excellent wrestlers. I mean, right. like that too helped a lot. So I, I think they had all of the elements to make it really the most memorable and probably best, you know, brother versus brother feud. It also came during
1: wrestling. a time where not everybody got to be world champion. When Undertaker mm-hmm. and Kane both got to be world champion. Edge and Christian both got to be world champion. If those feuds took place during the same time period as Brett and Owen only one of the pair would have ever been world champion. Owen was not going to be world champion. Now, had he not passed, maybe he would have gotten a run, uh, and that would have been after Brett was gone. Maybe would have gone to WCW. Who knows what? Right? We have no idea. But mm-hmm. it's 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 a different time period to where success was to be, to get that world title run was much more difficult to do than it is nowadays and And that's something that that is is makes it a little bit different as well. Plus, Owen was the younger brother of one of the greatest of all time. and And so that's mm-hmm. and and was already established and headed in that direction when Owen became a bigger star. Now, with Jimmy versus Jay, what's interesting is that you have the the reason for them to feud. and that's the underlying reason of Roman reigns, right? Roman is, you know, they were bloodlined before, and Roman is the head of the table. Jimmy fell in line, or Jay fell in line, and now Jimmy doesn't like it. That, to me, is what makes this different because the motivation isn't a jealous brother. The motivation isn't one person's success over another. The the motivation isn't even one brother turning on the other. The motivation is one brother thinks the other brother has kind of lost his way and is no longer holding true to the things that made the Usos the Usos in, in Jimmy's mind. And to me, I think that's why this can work. And to me, I think that's why they have an opportunity to do something and, and to make it a, a unique brother versus brother feud. What do you yeah. think about the potential for the actual feud when we're getting Jimmy, we're getting Jay one-on-one in the ring? Like how can this go?
0: That's a good question. To, Cause to be honest, I really don't know um, right. how, how I imagine it in the ring. Um, I imagine that there's going to be, of course, lots of buildup like we started to see this week and yeah, Roman, Roman's involvement in it is going to be um, really pivotal in how brother versus brother story is different than anyone else's and anyone that we've seen before, because it is still an overall family dynamic. Um, but you're right. It's about one brother kind of trying to bring his, his other brother back one way where you also then have another family member in Roman trying to show him a, a different way. So I don't know if we'll see Jay almost get not lost, but torn between the two sides, both being family, you know, and, and different roles and different uh, key pieces in his life. Um, but I do think that I hope to see, you know, shades of Roman and Jay and start to see that happen in the ring a little bit more, whether it's his moveset or his attitude. And we've already started to see that, a much more serious tone, um, a much more kind of dramatic tone in, in the ring. I hope to see that. Um, and maybe Jimmy trying to kind of push his brother to remember who they were as a team, Um, whether it's him, you know, trying to yell the Usos uh, chant in there or whatever. I think he may try and do things in the ring, not to hurt him, but to almost like wake his brother up.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting because you talk about you know the, the dynamic. Usually when there's a family feud in wrestling, the other members of the family kind of are in the middle and, and they just want it to be over. But in this case, I think Roman's going to be solidly behind one party over the other.
0: And oh, yeah. that's Jay.
1: And that's another dynamic as well. Jay is going to truly be the out, or Jimmy is going to truly be the outsider in all of this. Uh, and, and it's going to be, be interesting to see where it goes. Let's go to a quick commercial break and then we'll continue talking about how this goes down and, and what it leads to between Jimmy Uso and Jay Uso. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShop.com. So we've got Jimmy versus Jay on the horizon, and and we'll just kind of accept that now and, and assume that that's where we're headed. And we talked about how what it looks like in the ring. One one key thing we talked about what it looks like in the ring. I think Jimmy's going to have to support the Uso, or support the USO white gear when he ha- when we have this match.
0: Yeah, I think I mean the Styles, man, they're both stylish, stylish guys. Right, but they're usually and the so, same. Yeah, and and I think you're right as far as bringing back some of the older garb, um, maybe even a little bit of face paint to kind of call back to, you know towards the beginning. I don't, I don't know, but I think that visual dynamic of, you know, Jay in the darker colors and Jimmy in the lighter colors is going to look really, really good. I don't know. that as me, as far as I, I think he may do extra things to try and almost like snap his memory back into place of like, yeah. this is who you are. This is who we are. Um, and I think visually that's going to be one of the ways he tries to do that.
1: Do you think, and the reason why I ask this is because Wrestling News is telling us that right now the plan is to get the tag titles back on the Usos and, and more titles associated with the whole Roman Reigns thing. And that's why, you know, right now we've got Dolph Ziggler and, and Robert Roode set to defend against Ray and Dominic Mysterio at WrestleMania Backlash. Will this get the amount of time that it might need to truly be a memorable program between these two?
0: That's a good question. Because like you mentioned, there's some other pieces possibly floating around. I think ultimately, what will likely happen is the Usos come back together and win the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Because I mean, how... Visually appealing, would it look to have this trio full of gold? Like absolutely, you know. And and it's almost this thought process too that Roman could say, "Look, what I've provided for you. You now, you know, kind of like teach a man to fish, kind of thing. Like now, under his wing." they have been able to flourish again, but it has to be under that mindset of his way only. So there is a possibility that they're going to just shoot this straight into you know quick program between the two to jump them back together, which I would feel a little disappointed. I feel like a story like this that has so many elements and layers, authentic, real stories to it and and real dynamics deserves a little bit more time to be told, to build up. I'd like to see this go for a few months and not just a month. Um, yep. because I feel like too, you can really then see almost a shift like you did with Jay. They did this story and progression with Jay and, and stretched it out. I think you should do kind of the same with, with Jimmy. Um, it doesn't have to be as long, but I do feel like it deserves, he deserves the ability too, to kind of go on this, um, journey as well. And kind of, you know, see how going under the reign of Roman is better for him. But that is essentially he's turning to the dark side and that struggle. Um, But I I don't know. I I do have a feeling like because they like this thought of all three of them carrying gold. And really the tag title is not really doing much right now that they may go quicker than they should with this.
1: But that's also because I think their story in Ray and Dominic holding the tag team titles. And you can do that for oh, a little yes. bit of time while yes. you... Because Jimmy and Jay should make it, in my opinion, this thing should make it a SummerSlam before it's done. Yes. And I, then finish I do want
0: to see Ray and Dominic hold the tag titles for a while. Like, right. I want this bit. build yeah. to happen. I don't want this to, to just be gosh, you know, a quick turnaround. Right, just because we had to get it on
1: Heroes so that then then Evil Jimmy and Jay can win it. I think Jimmy and Jay's got to blow their thing off at SummerSlam, come back together, and then they'd probably win it by the pay-per-view after SummerSlam and and maybe feud with the Mysterios a little bit too, which could be good. Then we're getting away from all the tag matches and into six-man tag team matches, so that at least freshens up those scenarios a little bit on SmackDown as well. Um, Any chance this doesn't end in jimmy's acknowledging of the tribal chief
0: no i i I just can't imagine it you know because then what's the point of him venturing off on his own i mean i don't think the usos are going to then jump away from roman because one it is the best thing that's happened to them in quite some time yeah and two they truly are building into this family dynamic and i think it could actually work really well so i to me feels like I know ultimately how the story ends, but how you get there too is still the interesting part. Just because you know what the ultimate end goal is, doesn't mean you still can't be intrigued by how you get there. Mm -hmm. And this is getting me fairly intrigued in, in how, how you get there.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Like I can't even imagine this going any other way than, than, than that. And, and I do think, I mean, I think we should get, you know, at least elements on SmackDown, like, Jimmy challenging for the Intercontinental Championship and, and Jay costing him almost Jimmy not wanting the match and Jay having to push and push and push to where the point is finally Jimmy takes it. And then next thing you know, we've got, uh, you know, we're off, off and running. So don't rush this thing. Give it its time. And I think it can be. Really, really good. And I just think you do it now. Uh, There's no better opportunity to do Jimmy Uso versus Jay Uso than to do it right now. That's going to do it for this Wednesday edition of Chair Shot Radio, of course. Tomorrow is Thursday. Ray Cash and Darren Max Kirkby will be bringing you Head Trauma Thursdays. Friday, of course, is PC Tunney. Saturday, could be Christopher Platt and, and, and Andrew Belez. Could be the crew from um, Winnery's You. Who knows? Sunday is not David Ungar and Patrick O'Dowd. This week, I believe it's probably going to be David Ungar and Ray Cash or um, maybe even Kyle from outside of Zets. We're still talking hockey. Monday's PC Tunney. Tuesday's me. And then, of course, next Wednesday, a week from today, will be Greg DeMarco and Miranda Morales recovering from from izw regulate so we'll be talking about that probably on the hashtag miranda show but we will be doing all of that of course check out the baby Face heel podcast check out the hashtag miranda show and so much more follow me at chair Shot greg follow the website at Chairshot media follow miranda at the hashtag miranda we got so much more to come so definitely stay tuned for all of that until then we got two reminders for you because you know you have to do them, and you know you want to do them. Miranda?
0: Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to keep it soft style.
1: And of course, remember to always use your head.
0: A little less conversation, a little more action, please aggravation, ain't satisfaction in me A little more bite, a little less bark A little less fight,
1: a little more spark Close your mouth and open up your heart And baby, satisfy me Satisfy me, This is my yard now